Welcome back, Masterpiece Women. We're so happy to be with you today. If you haven't registered for our retreat, you do want, not want to miss it. Above all else, it's going to be small. It's going to be at Hutchinson Island at the Marriott Resort. Ladies, it is a true retreat. We're going to have time down to be able to just enjoy the Lord. We're going to have lots of time for fun and um, some interesting activities. And we're going to disconnect. But we are going to go deep dive with the Lord and learn and grow and really um, hop into discussions of our purpose. So don't miss it. But today I want to welcome Bar Barbara Sinero. And Barbara has a wealth of knowledge to share with you. And oftentimes I go through and I read this major bio and all that. But Barbara, actually, you know what? I would love for you to share with the audience yeah. a little bit about who is Barbara. <laughs> Thank you, Tina. Uh, well, I am a uh, serial entrepreneur. I've done a little bit of everything. I've kind of dipped my toes into different things like really, you know, hey, I'm going to sell wedding dresses from my living room to I'm going to teach people how to cook from my kitchen to eventually something actually stuck. So I've been a, a digital agency owner for about 22 years now. Uh, honestly, never thought I would be doing this for that long. <laughs> so there must be I something it. about it that I like. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we, we focus mainly on branding and communications for uh, Christian ministries. So my goal is to really capture like what's the essence of of who you are as a brand, um, bring it to the surface and just love you, just allow you to live it out. Yeah. I love that. And so who are your primary, uh, when you say Christian ministries, is it churches? Is it, min you know, independent ministries? Who do you primarily work with? Yes. So I normally, we normally serve uh, Christian coaches, uh, churches, and any sort of nonprofit that is uh, with a gospel centered approach to their ministry. So um, we find that when they come to us, normally something has shifted. So uh, most people don't come to us because they need a logo or they need a website. They, there's something happening on the inside that makes them go, okay, I don't really know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know what we, what our message is, or we don't have clarity about who we are. And that normally happens at a stage of transition. So you think of a church, if a pastor is transitioning out, that creates a little bit of a void that sometimes they don't know how to fill or if two churches are merging or if a Christian coach is starting and they don't really know like, okay, what's my voice? What's my message? Um, anytime there's a question like that, that says I need clarity. Normally that's when people come to us. So love that. Yeah. And that is so important, right? If you're not clear on your message, how are you going to attract your avatar? If you're not clear on exactly. who your avatar is. Exactly. And I find that often is when I talk to women entrepreneurs, oftentimes they're like, well, I think I'd like to work with this one, but I might want to work with this one. And then it's very muddy. And one of the key things to, as I'm sure you have to teach your people all the time is to hone in, hone in on that specific yeah. person. So that's so important. Well, today, ladies, we want to talk about with Barbara about the movement from within. So Barbara, tell us a little bit about what that means. Yeah. So, um, during discovery with all of these clients that I'm telling you about, like I realized that every time I start asking questions, because imagine like I'm trying to design something for them and I'm like, well, what would I design? Like, I need to know who they are. I want to understand who they are. And so asking questions, uh, you wouldn't believe how many times I would ask people questions and I'll be like, oh, the, what's inside is so beautiful. Like, I love the things that they're saying. And funny, I get goosebumps when I say that, but, um, uh, 
it's interesting how their brand is not communicating the beauty that I found inside. And so I was like, I wonder, you know, it took me some digging and some asking questions to get to the core of who they were. What if we could bring it out? And, you know, because we are inside that own, that, that bottle, sometimes we cannot read our own label. And so when somebody comes from the outside and says, oh, this is what I see, um, it, it, it lights them up. And so I've seen that client after client, how, uh, when there's a sense of clarity about who they are, and isn't that amazing how it's biblical that God focuses so much on our identity, because he knows that if we know who we are, then we will behave in a certain way. We will go in a certain direction. And, um, you and I had just talked about the idea of what the mind believes and the things that we see and believe in our minds. And God makes a, puts a, an amazing focus on renewing our mind because he knows if you see what I see, Amen. you will go in a different direction. You will do things differently. And so my goal is to come in and be like, if you could see what I see. I if love that. I like yeah. that. I'm gonna, I, I might have to steal your tagline, Barbara. <laughs> Reading your, your own label. I'm like, I love yes. that. Like, I need to read my own label. You know, if we could, if we could read our label the way God reads our label, yes. things would be so different, right? Oh, very I much so, that. very much so. And so, so when you think of imposter syndrome, uh, when you think of confusion about your brand, those come from a place of not believing what he's already said about us. And so if he's giving you a calling, there's a good chance that, that, that he's going to equip you for that calling. And so what we need to see is, is the calling inside of you and not the, the weaknesses and the, the flaws that you see in yourself. Um, but if you could see like what God has said about you, uh, I believe that people will go places. And so what I, what I found is that I remember saying often to my team, I said, these people could start a movement just on this thing that they're believing in, just on this thing that God has put in them. And so that over and over, like little by little, I thought, wait, you know, I want to start capturing that. And we, we actually created a document that we call our movement language. Um, and, um, oh, here we go. We're going to go practical very quickly because I feel like it could help many people, but I love that, you know, without going into like our discovery process is about three meetings. So without going into three hours with you now, uh, there's four questions that I think will at least get you started on capturing that vision. Uh, the first one is, uh, what do you refuse to do? So as a brand, as a church, as a ministry, as a coach, as a professional, what are the things that you say, you know what, I refuse to do that. And I can tell you that for my brand, I refuse to let go of my process because I know the process is what works. I know that that will lead us to a place of, of more clarity. And so I don't want to compromise my process for the sake of getting a client or for the sake of, you know what I mean? So we're going to follow our process and we refuse to skip the steps. Love uh, that. Then, that is so important. Yes, 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 yes. Because I know that every time I skip steps, at the end, I could ser I could not serve them as well as I was able to if I had followed my process. And so now the process grows and evolves and, you know, but at the, at the end of the day, I need to know that it's here for a reason. And I can tell you days when God would download these steps in my mind, like I can tell you, like, I know this was God given. Why would I skip those? Right. Uh, the next one is what do you commit to do? Is there something that as a brand, as a professional or as a church, you say, you know what, this is something that we will commit to do. Now, I would say we all committed to evangelism and sharing the gospel and loving our neighbors. Like those are things that we can all kind of agree on. 
But if you go a little bit deeper, there's something that only you would feel like this is the thing that I'm committing to doing. And it normally comes from this one question. What is something that I look in the world and I said, and I say, it should not be that way. So can I look at something and say, you know what? It should not be that way. That's what I'm committing to doing to fix that whatever thing I see over there. Um, and then the last two, here we go, is actually going to tie into what we were just talking about. What is the biggest lie that you're silencing and what is the greatest voice that you're elevating? So as a brand, I believe that you're killing lies. I believe that you're changing the way people think about something. As a church, I can tell you that many churches are changing the some beliefs that people might have. For example, I have to get my act together before I go to church. That's one lie that a church could be killing uh, or that, you know, the church is full of hypocrites. Like that's one lie that they want to be replacing. So I wonder what would come to mind when you think about these four questions? I would say you're probably starting to tap into that little shell of the jewel that is inside of you. Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh, Barbara, those are absolutely amazing questions. Ladies, we're going to put those down below because I think you really should just stop and reflect on those questions in your own business and in your own life. Like what, what is it you don't want to be, right? What, what are you not willing to do? I always think about that like, well, I'm not willing to do anything without integrity. I'm not willing to do anything that is not going to, you know, honor the Lord. Yes. And so when we think about that and how we want to proceed in those visions, God gives us that keeps us going. It keeps us yes. going when we know, and we're clear on that vision. And I think that's one of the areas that so many women, and that's why we're going to dive really deep, even in our retreat. It's not because we don't know, quote unquote, our purpose oftentimes, but there's so much more God wants to do and so mm -hmm. much deeper. He wants to take us in using those passions and using our purpose and using the vision he's given us. And so yeah. I might have to steal those questions for our talk, yes. Barbara. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> those are good to go. And, you know, oh just know gosh. that what I have found is that even when two churches seem the same or two coaches seem the same, uh, the minute you start getting deeper and deeper into these questions, you will notice how there's something so unique about each one of them. Um, something that really makes, and, and listen, it gave me a freedom in operating in my niche because I don't feel like I have competitors. It's like, I have a lane, that lane is mine. Nobody can take it because the way I do it, the way that I'm designed to do it, uh, it's so, I mean, it was designed for me. So I'm, I don't want yours and I, and nobody can take mine. And so it created a freedom in my business that is so godly, right? Um, I'm no longer looking at competitors the same way I because the movement I'm creating is different and they're creating one as well. And so that, that gives us in many ways, uh, it increases aspects of collaboration because now I'm engaging with who you would normally call a competitor in a different capacity. Um, I was actually training uh, some people that wouldn't naturally be considered a, like a direct competitor to me. Like the, he was one of my mentees. Uh, and I nowadays I, I actually do training for digital agencies, not personally through my business. There's another company that hires me to go and train them. And they're always surprised. It's like, Byron, you're sharing everything. And it's funny because it is, um, 
it is a um, a place where uh, you know maybe just a few are believers, everybody else they're not. And I'm like, I have nothing to hide. Like we, I don't have to keep my cards close to my chest. Here's my process. Here are my questions. Here's my system. Here's how I do it. We pop the hood. We show you, you know, everything that we're doing on the inside because there's no fear in losing. There's no scarcity about what God is building. In oh, my I love that, Barbara. You know, one of the things I used to lead an anti-human trafficking ministry for years. Yeah. And that scarcity mindset, mm-hmm. I was the same way, like, Let's just help all these other ministries. Then we can like <laughs> help end human trafficking. Like that's my yeah. passion. That's one of my big whys. Like I know why God's called me to do what he's called me to do. Yeah. And um, one of, well, my direct leader was like, don't do that. I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Well, because, and don't go support local ministries because we they need might support take our donors. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, right. because our God, when we live from that place of scarcity, it was one of my biggest angst. And so even with Masterpiece Women, one of my quotes that I tell everybody, there is no competition. There is only collaboration. Like, so true. even when I'm teaching our membership, there's people that do the same thing I do, but they do it with other companies. And I'm teaching them how to do it well, because God has us all in different lanes. Yes. But if we can empower each other, we can help each other, we can support each other. Yes. Wow. What an yes. impact we can make for him. And I think that really oh, is yeah. the difference is when you change your mindset to this isn't about me. Yes. This is God's given me this gift why to share it with the world why because we want to glorify him why because we want to make an impact all over the world and we've been Mm -hmm. gifted to do it in the marketplace and it's a huge opportunity we have so ladies hear us don't compete collaborate support each other every time every time and it's so much better because you're gonna find that the beautiful design that they have that god has given them is really amazing and it's not even close to what he's giving you to do. And so you can celebrate the way that they've been designed instead of feeling like, oh, this person is gonna mean less for me. You know, I had one, uh, an amazing breakthrough recently, um, mostly because when it comes to like pricing and how to price things and how to create, you know, in business. And I know we're all uh, Christian entrepreneurs here, so I, I, I hopefully I'll have the freedom to share this, but I remember, you know, feeling like I need to raise my prices. I need to raise the way that the the things that I'm doing. Um, And there was this like, oh, but you know, these are churches or these are other believers. And one day God made it very clear to me, I don't have to take from other people to give to you. Uh, And that was one thought that immediately brought me to a place of just thinking things differently. And so imagine if the thing that you're doing is so fulfilling, is so beneficial, because again, it's God-given. The talents that you have, the things you've developed over the years have created an amount of value that others see and they need it. And so I'm no longer thinking of pricing as much as I'm thinking of of building value. And that itself was a huge transformation for me personally, but it also changed the way that I see how others, like I don't see people hiring me, I see people collaborating with me because what I know and do can help them. And that is an amazing thing, so. Yeah, and that brings such freedom. You know, um, John Maxwell says it all the time. So when I went through his training to be one of his coaches, he Mm -hmm. said it, he's like, do not underprice yourself because they will pay for value. You were doing a service and you have value and you have 
something that the world needs. So make sure that you never give it away for free. And not that you don't want to help people and support people and mentor people, but when it comes to your business, and there's might be a time that God says, do this and do it pro bono, fine. But do not feel guilty for charging. And oftentimes, even in direct Mm -hmm. sales, a lot of that paradigm shift, when people need to get out there and they need to market, they need to sell the product, their business and recruit people, et cetera, they feel like they're taking away. And the minute they change that paradigm shift of, wow, I have such a great opportunity to give to people. And I have such an incredible product. Like, and that's how I feel about our brain technology. I'm like, I can change the world and get this out to a million people so that they can improve their brain health. Wow, what a gift I have to support people. If I didn't feel that way, then, and I had to actually shift it myself because with Masterpiece Women, like I'm gonna charge for a membership, like this is a ministry. (laughs) Yeah, because you have to support it. And it takes money to, to support a ministry. It takes money to build a ministry. It takes money to build a business, you know, and you have to shift that paradigm. And there's such freedom when you get to that place of I'm adding value to people. I'm not taking away. I'm I'm actually adding adding value for that price then it becomes a blessing to everybody versus hundred percent. Yeah. I yeah. love that. That yeah. is a and big you, shift. And you know, and that ties into the movement again, because the, the way that you're designed, you're designed to create and impact people in a way that we can't even ask or imagine. We know that God says it. it's more than we can imagine. So let's start by, by imagining big. Uh, and then God will multiply even that big thing that we're imagining in our minds right so uh put yourself in that place of thinking what kind of impact will i have if i grow if i multiply uh and that is what it, what will lead us to be in a place of thinking exactly how you describe like it, it is value that i'm bringing and not things that i'm taking um it was a lot of freedom for me when i got that you know like he's not taking from other people to to give to me it's not a loss for somebody in order for me to get this um this money in the bank for a service that i will provide with value and let's remember if you fulfill the movement, the calling that you have in you, there's a good chance that that will allow many others to live out the movement that they have inside of them. And so it's exponential, the type of growth that God can do with one person living out 100% that thing that they were designed to be and to do. So, Absolutely. I love that. So Barbara, would you say that that was one of the um, pivotal moments for you in business is really getting that? Yeah, so I I can tell you that every single moment when I pivoted and I grew was just a different mindset. It was not because I did a different tactic or technique. It was not the next template or the next book. It was literally a shift in my mindset. And so I can point back to several moments in my business where those pivots happen. Uh, That was a big one for me uh, because there is a sense of feeling like, oh, I should be helping and doing it for free. And by the way, we actually do a lot of that. Um, I will run uh, churches through our discovery process pro bono. uh, And uh, that's one of the things that we've been doing over the years. Um, But at the same time, once it gets to executing the work after that, I have a team 
and they're outstanding. They do amazing work. And what I would love to do is to be able to say, hey, I'm bringing a team of people that understands movement language. They understand uh, archetypes the way that we outline them for you and they can build something for you that is not just pretty, but it feels and sounds and tastes like you. So uh, all of that requires funds. It requires a financial stability that I hope to have for my team, for myself, and even for my clients. So that was a big one. Uh, the other big one was the value, like just knowing that what I'm doing is of value, that there may be others ahead of me, others behind me. Um, I believe in always be mentoring and always be mentored. Uh, so help those behind you and reach out to those that came before you. The people that have, have done it for 20 years have things to share with you that would skip a lot of the trial and error that you're going through right now. I love that. And one of our pillars, I know we, I shared a little with you is authenticity. And I love how you've been authentic today and just transparent because I believe that oftentimes our failures and our successes, um, you know, that we, when we share them and we're authentic about them, it's oftentimes our failures that help other people grow more than the successes even. So um, how has authenticity played a role in your leadership of your team? Like, mm -hmm. how would you describe that in your leadership style with them? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, I tell people I'm a terrible liar. So all you get is the authentic me because I don't know how to do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, no, it's a it's a funny. Um, I I find it interesting that you're asking that because um, I meet with my team once a week and um, I tell them often. I say, hey, I'm bringing ideas to the table, ways for us to do things, but I don't want you to feel like this is being commended and told as like this is the main way we're going to do it and there's no way around it. I'm actually bringing to you a suggestion. This is how I've been doing it and I want you all to be able to bring ideas to the table so we can improve it and make it better. Um, I also, I'm very, this is the one thing that will get you fired, uh, lies. If we catch you lying, you, you'll be out the same day. There's no excuses. I do not want to operate in a business that feels like, first of all, if you feel the need to lie, something is happening that is not right. Um, and so I create an, an environment that allows people to say, you know what? I forgot that. Hey, I'm behind with it. Hey, something happened and I can't do it today. Uh, because one of our core values, actually our first core value is to make it happen. And the second one is to help first. So I want to be in a, in a company that if I forget something, I don't want accusatory fingers. I want people to go in and rally together and be like, Hey, let's make this happen. Let's help first. Then we figure out if there's a way to fix it. But for now, we fix it. We we make we make it work, right? And uh, I just had one team member yesterday, and she said, "Listen, <laughs> by the way, she asked to talk to me. Isn't it amazing how our first reaction is like, oh my gosh, is everything okay? Am I doing anything wrong?" And uh, she came in and said, "She she was like, um, I just want to thank you because in my previous job." I would come to work, close my computer at the end of the day, and I would not even look at it a single second. Like I would just be, nobody can find me. I, I just want to be out of here. And I even thought about abandoning design altogether. And she said, and now I feel like every now and then I just have this desire to see what the team is doing and, and I just connect and join and, and we're talking, we're chatting, we're doing work together. And sometimes I lose track of time. 
And, um, and I was like, wow, what a testimony to the way that we operate that she would say that to me. It was huge. But again, we have to create those environments. We can't expect people to be authentic if we're not being authentic with them first. It's the the job of the leader to serve first. Um, And I told them many times, I said, hey, I will fail as a leader if you don't grow. My my focus is to allow you to grow and you can only grow if you fail. So I want y'all to know it is okay to fail here. We'll fail together, we'll do it together. And so I don't want to create an environment where you're not allowed to make a mistake, forget something. I love yeah. that. And that's so, that's so freeing for them because it allows them, especially you're a creative environment, right? They have to be exactly. creative. There's nothing more stifling than fear, <laughs> yes. right? When you have fear, it stifles your creativity. Yes. So that is so powerful. I love that. Well, Barbara, I could actually have like five podcasts with you. You have so much wealth. I'm like, I, I just want to be your friend. Like, I just want to hang out with you. Where do you live? <laughs> I know. Not, I don't know where you are, but I'm in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Uh, there that's you go. I might have to come visit you. I'm in South Florida. Yeah, so, it's not too far. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Well, we're almost out of time. What would be that one thing? There, You've already given so many nuggets. I don't know if you have one more in you that yeah. you would say to the ladies, yes. and especially the ones that are just starting out, like what would be that one piece of advice you'd give them to send yeah. them on to really empower them to go build whatever it is that God's calling them to build? Uh, I would say that con- that uh, clarity is contagious. So think about it from this perspective. If you have clarity, people around you will have clarity. Your clients will have clarity. Your team members will have clarity. And so start by, I, I think there's so much power in, in, in sitting down and asking questions that allows you to gain the clar- clarity you need. And let me clarify, because sometimes people think of clarity as God is going to give me the next 40 years in a, in a business plan. And that is not what clarity means in this case. It is more about clarity of identity, about who you are, than it is on the five steps that you have ahead. If you have clarity on your identity as a brand, as a person, as a Christian, I can tell you, it will be really easy for you to know where that lamp onto your feet is. And you can take that one step and he will show you the next one and the next one. So, but if you have clarity about who you are, when that lamp lights up, you will have no problem taking the step forward. So what I, what I see often is that we're just going in circles, unsure how to take, you know, where to go. But the minute that lamp lights up, if you know who you are, you will take that one step. And then you will light up the next one and the next one and the next one. Uh, and it comes from a place of peace. God speaks as, as a path of peace. And I believe in that. So you're just going to start going in that direction. Doesn't mean it'll be easy. Sometimes we have those moments where it's like, okay, this is a big step. And it is a step of faith, but it won't be because you lack clarity. Oh, I love that. That's so good. That's, that was encouraging to me. I love that. Thank you. (laughs) So, well, ladies, um, as you see, Barbara is just a wealth of knowledge. If you have a small business or a business or a ministry and you need some help, I would reach out to Barbara. All of her information will be down below. We will also include all of the questions that she asked that will help you just propel yourself into uh, getting some clarity for yourself. And so thank you, Barbara. You've been amazing today. We're so, so nice to you've been you. with us. Yeah, thank, thank you for you. having me. Bye. So don't forget, ladies, we are going to 
dive deep into um, Dr. Cialdani's um, influence training in beginning in September in our membership. If you're not a part of it, it's all, you know me, I'm a little nerdy. It is all research based on how to really um, create influence in the world. And so I believe that it's time for us to step up and create more influence as we influence others and be who God's called us to be and understand who we are, have clarity on who we are so that as we're influencing, others can also gain clarity. It's a powerful thing. So join us in our membership. If you haven't already, we have 30 days free um, membership. We also are having our retreat at the end of the beginning of November, November 3rd to the 5th at Hutchinson Island. You will not want to miss it. It's going to be amazing. So until next time, have a blessed day. Jesus loves you and so do we. Thanks, Barbara.